Hello, I am Hayden Puente, and I'm here with Nick Rosabru and Carlos Iglesias. And um, I'm going to begin by defending the Kelp Highway Theory. So after doing some research and taking notes um, about the Kelp Highway, I saw that this theory is probably the most understandable one and the easiest one to like get. Um, and I also think that it's the most possible one um, because it's it's one that's still being researched today and it's the one that's most proven. Um, basically what the Kelp Highway is, is a extremely long like collection of algae, seaweed, and just a ton of animals that stretched along for miles and miles along the Pacific coast. Um, and this highway, which was basically just a collection of stuff in the ocean, um, would have been very beneficial to people who would were living back then because their main focus was food and surviving. And this kelp highway was super rich in nutrients and fish and everything. Um, and it could have easily supported all the people who were following it. Um, and it was also shown uh, that kelp forests or kelp highways back then were much more productive and had a lot more in them. And they were a lot bigger than they are nowadays. Um, and basically what the people did back then, they followed this uh, highway like a map and a guide to America along the Pacific coast into America. Um, and this means that instead of the popular theory that humans got here by land, um, this proves that they would have arrived by sea along the coastline by following the Kelp Highway. And this is proven by more than more than 100 sites that were found and proved that people were fishing, living, and traveling by following the Kelp Highway. Um, and at these sites, there are artifacts like tools and hooks um, and other fragments like bone pieces that are found there. Um, and one of the most famous sites is an inland site at Monte Verde in Chile, which was found in 1997 and basically had evidence of people living there over 14,000 years ago. And the way that they find out how long ago it was that people were living there is carbon dating which is basically showing like how old whatever you're trying to like research is. Um, and since that discovery in 1997, a lot more sites have been found um, kind of disproving that people got there by land um, and showing more evidence that people got there by sea and through the Kelp Highway. Uh, another famous site um, are the Cedros Islands which is along the Pacific coast as well. And it shows that people were living there just as early as it was proven that people were living in America. So I think that this is really interesting and kind of proves that the Kelp Highway is one of the most um, upstanding theories that there is to prove that. Um, Hayden, I'm going to have to agree with you on the fact that the Kelp Highway is probably one of the most easily understood, um, theories, but, um, not necessarily maybe the best theory. 
Um, you stated a lot of islands in which they found artifacts and things like that, but um, a lot of a lot of these sites um, that could possibly have helped the kelp highway theory were actually submerged underwater because um, I mean it's it's really hard to tell for many anthropologists. Because, like, there's one key detail that refrains these anthropo- anthropologists from, like, in a sense, pulling the trigger on confirming this theory. Uh, that key detail is the fact that, like, the sea level rises. And after the Ice Age, um, the last Ice Age, which was about, like, 25,000 years ago, somewhere around there, uh, it becomes almost impossible to test the Kelp Highway theory solely based on the fact that any and all of the evidence has been submerged underwater for more than 20,000 years. And anthropologists have zero clue as to what they're looking for. And honestly, quite frankly, um, I think it'll be too late to prove this theory. Like, when we get enough evidence, um, or when we get the technology to try to prove this theory right, um, I think it'll be too late. I think um, sea ecosystems and things like that are going to build on top of this, uh, this evidence to support the theory. And it's going to become really hard to prove it. I can understand that, but I feel like there's still so much evidence that's being found nowadays. And I feel like the most, like that there's even more evidence underwater that we're not going to find. So I think that even like, it's, but but that's what still, I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying that um, even though th- there could be a lot of water, a lot of evidence underwater that like could support this kelp highway theory, like it's super possible. But I mean, at the end of the day, like if you just you can't find that evidence, like there's nothing you can really do about it. And at the end of the day, like you know, if you can't find the evidence, you can't really prove the theory. It's kind of like in sports when they uh, when they make a call and stuff like that, you know, if there's not enough evidence to overturn the call, I mean, the call remains the same. So Yeah, but they've been doing some diving expeditions, so I think yeah. with all the evidence that's being found, there's, it's even, there's even more evidence yet to be found, so I think it's an exciting thing to wait for. Yeah, I agree with, uh, with Hayden on this matter because uh, we haven't even discovered like anything in, in the ocean yet and there can only be much more evidence yet to be found than the kelp highway and there already is a bunch of evidence towards it uh, okay so i'm gonna begin the defense for the island hopping theory uh essentially the island hopping theory is the theory that um around twenty thousand years ago the um I think Nick might be lagging. Uh, yeah, I think Nick is lagging. Just one second here.
theory uh i have one thing that may uh refute that it, i just i just believe that the bearing land the bearing straight theory is just a much more logical way of traveling uh just because you you uh indicated that you think it was too cold because it was, it was by alaska that it was too cold to travel those distances but these people were accompanied to the cold weather just because they're from northern Siberia, Siberia and Russia, which is one of the coldest places. And you said that they couldn't cross the ice sheets, which were frozen for years because of uh, the climate back then. So uh, I think that they're very possible that they did cross those ice sheets. And I just feel like it was a much easier way to... to um, uh, travel to the new world. And uh, with that being said, 
Uh, I'm Carlos Iglesias, and the Bering Strait theory is basically a land bridge that was formed from northern Siberia that connected to Alaska. And uh, this is where all the modern-day Native Americans traveled um, 15,000 years ago, started 15,000 years ago in northern Siberia. Um, yeah. They traveled the Bering Land Bridge. The first, actually, the first written record to suggest the land bridge connecting to, from Asia to North America was written in 1590 by Spanish missionary Fray Jose de Acosta. Um, he, he rejected many theories proposed by his contemporaries. Instead, uh, believed the hunters from Asia had crossed into North America via land bridge or narrow strait located far to the north, also known as Siberia. And for years, scientists speculated about the different types of vegetation that might have been found in the land bridge. That's other forms of evidence. Is uh, scientists began to find evidence that people first entered the Americas through the Bering Land Bridge before spreading east and south to populate the rest of the continent. Um, and nowadays, genetic evidence suggests that all of indigenous people of North and South America descended from descended from people living on the Bering Land Bridge. These people of Beringia were separated from Northeast Siberia for a long enough time to develop genetic differences, which passed on to Americans nowadays. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to kind of debunk that. Um, I I can understand, you know, the information that you're you're putting, but I don't think that it's fully supported yet. Like, I think there's still some evidence to be found to explain the Bering Strait land bridge. Um, I believe that, like, the kelp highway is the best or the most obvious uh, one that is right, kind of, as to how the Americans got here first. Um, because there's a lot of evidence that shows... Um, that the people who were uh, kind of following the kelp highway and living on the coast were there, um, like inhabiting America before um, the people who would have been crossing the Bering Strait land bridge and the Clovis people um, were even alive yet. Um, it was proven that um, there was evidence that people were living and inhabiting in America way before um, that the Bering Strait land bridge people could have even crossed. Yeah, I understand that.
Yeah, so I think that's it for our podcast. So um, I hope we did well and appreciate you listening. Appreciate it. Bye.